Hey, my name is Amanda. I want to thank you for joining us today. We hope that this message inspires you, builds your faith, and helps you find your next step toward Jesus. Enjoy the message. Each other. So just some simple things. Taking time to check in with each other regularly and intentionally. How do you feel about our marriage? What are some things that could be better? Are we taking time um, to go on a date or to go on a walk? Are we talking about things that matter in our lives? Even if it's something simple as sharing uh, a podcast or something that happened in your day and talking about it with your spouse, it is easy to let the most important thing not get enough attention from us. So please, if we can take time to invest in our marriage, that'll be the best thing that we can give our kids. everyone and welcome to LaCroix. My name's Courtney. I'm so glad that you're here with us this evening. Um, if you are in person here in Cape or online, I just want to welcome you all. If this is your first time here at LaCroix, um, we have a special gift for you out there. If you just want to stop and see Sarah at the New Here booth, um, one of your options may or may not be one of these awesome shirts. So just wanted to let you guys know we have a gift for you. Um, if you guys would like to stand um, and worship with us this evening, I would like to read out of Matthew um, chapter 7, verses 7 and 8. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Jesus invites us to come boldly into his presence, um, to ask for what we need uh, from him and to, to knock on the door um, of his heart and to, to um, seek him for what we need from him so that we may know him more. So today in worship, let's do some asking and let's do some knocking and, and let's do some seeking. Let's worship together today. everybody. Hey, why don't we sing together? You all know this song.
Father, tonight we sing to you. We join the angels. We join the song of all creation. May tonight you be lifted up. May you be glorified. It's in your name we pray. Amen. You guys can have a seat. Well, hello, everyone. Uh, greetings to you. I hope so far during this Advent season that you have had some time to adore Christ the Lord. Because it's all about him. Well, I have some church business to talk to you about today. And I don't normally do that, but uh, it won't be long. Uh, but it is kind of a big deal. Um, if you have followed any of the news, you are probably aware that our denomination is going through a lot of turmoil right now and that uh, hundreds of churches are choosing to disaffiliate from the United Methodist Church. And uh, it's happening all over the country. I think the number has risen to over 2,000 as of today. It's a time of great testing for the people called Methodists, as Wesley used to refer to us. Um, I love my church. I've been a United Methodist since I was eight years old, back in 1968, when our denomination was formed from other Methodist groups. Uh, and my family goes all the way back to the 1800s, early 1800s in uh, Methodism. All 37 years of my ministry have been in the United Methodist Church in Missouri. Um, and I also realize that some of you could care less about denominational affiliations. Some of you might be leaning to the person next to you and say, I didn't know they were Methodists, you know, so whatever. We don't talk a lot about that. Our focus is on Jesus and uh, uh, making disciples, or as our mission statement says, leading people to wholeheartedly follow Jesus. That's what we're about. But the reality is we're part of a bigger tribe. We're part of a bigger group. And uh, whether we like it or not, as that family goes through this struggle, we are going through it as well. We're facing this. So after months of prayer and deliberation, prayer and fasting and seeking God, our leaders are inviting us into a season of discernment uh, about our continuing relationship with the United Methodist Church and our connection to the UMC. And here's the thing I need you to really hear. This past Tuesday, our church council, our chief governing body of LaCroix United Methodist Church, voted unanimously to begin the process of disaffiliation. Um, and this came about, again, after much prayer and discernment. And it will conclude with a church-wide vote um, because only the membership of the church can ultimately decide, and that will be the final decision, at least here on our end. In the meantime, uh, after we get past the holidays and deeper into January, we're going to begin a series of meetings and homes uh, where people can gather, hear about what's ailing and troubling our denomination, ask questions, and uh, uh, find out more about this decision. And I realize that this decision catches uh, maybe a lot of you by surprise. And part of that is um, I've taken it upon myself over the years to shield our congregation from the noise, the distractions, and yes, sometimes the dysfunction of our denomination. Uh, and uh, that's because of that. You know, we talk about it at our, on our vision nights. We've been talking about that for years, but we just don't talk about it on the weekends. We want our weekends to be focused on worshiping God and making disciples of Jesus Christ. 
But still, I don't like that it comes as a surprise to some of you. Uh, but I assure you, there's going to be ample opportunities uh, to be able to get more information and learn more about this before a final vote is taken later this winter, and you can catch up to speed on these things. Uh, so after the first of the year, be looking for information about some of these gatherings that will be in homes. And until then, uh, invite your prayers. Invite that you continue to pray for the UMC, for our church, because our desire is to do God's will, nothing more, nothing less. So let's do something a little more inspiring and stand and hear God's word read, okay? So as you uh, probably know, many of you gathered this past week at the Osage Center to pack meals for Feed My Starving Children. This was our 13th year doing this, and our goal was to pack half a million meals. So you want to hear how we did? Yeah, okay. So uh, uh, here's the numbers. We had a total of 1,922 volunteers show up, which was a couple hundred more than last year, which was amazing. Uh, and we wound, they, all of you, uh, the whole group wound up packing uh, not 500,000, but 536,544 meals. Yeah. And as you know, the best number in all of this is the last number, 1,469. That's how many children are going to eat a meal every day for the next year because of what you all did. So thank you so very much. Yeah. And the way that we pay for this is uh, we receive an offering on Christmas Eve, and all of it goes to food and water. It will go to the meals that were packed this past weekend at Osage Center. And in the next week or two, we'll probably find out where in the world those meals will be heading. Uh, but we'll pay for that on Christmas Eve with our special offering. And then uh, also, usually it works out to be about half, maybe 40% of the total, whatever's left over, will go to dig freshwater wells in Mozambique, Africa. And uh, friends, your work there is making a huge difference to tens of thousands of people. This is a new well that was dug this year uh, exclusively through our funds that you guys gave on Christmas Eve last year. And this is a big one. This serves a larger population than most of the hand-operated wells that you normally see us show pictures of. And it provides all kinds of things. Yes, fresh drinking water, but also water for irrigation. And that means... Uh, better crops and better food for people to eat. And so they celebrate that, and we celebrate that with them. And we, we do this very simply, uh, and we say Christmas is not about us. It's not our birthday. And so we ask you to uh, give generously at Christmas Eve so that others can have water, that others can have food. For every dollar you spend on Christmas, we, we're challenging you to give a dollar in the offering so that it will go and make a difference in this world. Listen to, to what Isaiah said, that when we do this kind of thing, he says, if you spend yourselves on behalf of the hungry and satisfy the needs of the oppressed, then your light will rise in the darkness and your night will become like the noonday. God is going to shine his light on us as we spend ourselves on behalf of the hungry and the thirsty. Well, as part of every worship gathering at LaCroix, we worship through giving, and you can do so online. If you're worshiping online, there's a number of electronic ways you do that. You're here in the room. You can give electronically as well, or in the boxes going out uh, of each of the entrances here, however you choose to do so. Thank you. Thank you for giving to LaCroix.
worship you. I worship you. You are here working in this place. I worship you. I worship you. You are here moving in our midst. I worship you.
working, you never stop, you never stop working, you never stop, you never stop working, even when I don't see it, you're working, even when I don't feel it, you're working, you never stop, you never stop working, you never stop, you never stop, hey, even when I don't see it, you're working. Stop working, you never stop, you never stop, no. Even when I don't feel it, you worked up. Even when I don't feel it, you working, you never stop, you never stop working, you never stop, you never stop.
greatest um, miracle is the miracle of a changed heart when a human being far from God comes to know uh, the creator of the universe who wants to know us and have a relationship with us. And we have found through the years that Christmas people are more open to faith, more open to talking about spiritual things, and even more open to coming to church uh, at Christmas Eve. And so two weeks from now is Christmas Eve. Two weeks from today on Saturday, we'll have four services. And uh, we're going to talk about hope. We're going to talk about the God who loves them. And so invite somebody to come with you. Well, um, after service tonight, there is a gathering out there for anybody who wants to learn more about LaCroix, wants to learn more about discipleship or how to get kind of their discipleship back on track. It's called What's Next. It's right after this service. So after this uh, benediction, we'll be dismissed. May you go forth in the name of the one who said ask. Keep on asking. Knock and keep on knocking. Seek and keep on seeking. Because he wants to know you. He wants to hear your voice. He wants to be in relationship with you. And yes, he wants to provide that daily bread. So may you go forth as a person of greater faith and prayer in this beautiful season of Advent. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Hey, y'all, this is Brett over here. I stole Jordan's mic. Um, I, thank you. You guys are on it. I'm going to be hanging out over here and just particularly if you're in the room and you have a cancer diagnosis, I would love to meet you over here to pray for you. With me? So I, I would love, if you have a cancer diagnosis, I want to meet you over here on this side of the room and pray for you so you can head that way now. <laughs>